So, Chris, it looks like we survived uh, for the week. It's almost like a reality TV, but not to worry. Uh, uh, the shitlip Dems have uh, have their finger on the pulse of uh, what's happening. Uh, Rob Reiner, case closed. Jan 6 has proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Trump is guilty. Meanwhile, I think a video came out today of Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi saying she wanted to kick his ass. And she doesn't care if she goes to jail. These people know they're not going to jail. This entire cabal is like literally like just a reincarnation of the fucking Nazis of Europe, man. Sorry, that's what they are. Well, I mean, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, now that uh, Tulsi ha- is, uh, has left the Democratic Party, you'd see that the title of the hottest Democrat should go back to Nancy Pelosi, right? Yeah, but I also saw uh, pictures of Nancy Pelosi vacationing in Italy and my computer screen cracked, so I don't think that's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you want to start off with Tulsi because uh, I know it's been a big week for her. She was she uh, came back on Joe Rogan again. So she um, she made an announcement uh, that she was leaving the Democratic Party. So I was a little bit confused by that uh, announcement. Uh, to be honest, I was also a little bit uh, concerned on her behalf because. You know what that this means, right? So you got the uh, midterm election starting soon, okay? We, and I know that because you can see the newspapers are reporting about COVID numbers again everywhere. So, it, so, so that's your cue. So, but at the same time, also we, you see the 2024 presidential campaigns, uh, you know, kicking off, and Trump gave a big speech somewhere. So it's all happening, and suddenly. You see this girl coming out and saying she's leaving the Democratic Party. Now, what, what, what kind of irritates me is that this is going to give so many shit lips out there ammunition. I, I can almost picture some of them, uh, you know, uh, posting that gif of Hillary Clinton nodding uh, her head silently. Uh-huh, I told you so. You know, favorite of the Russians, grooming to become, uh, you know, one of the independent candidates for the next elections i told you so i mean none of, i mean of course these are all bullshit because you know it, she was just uh, she, hillary clinton was just saying you know something uh, that that was uh, yeah she, hillary clinton was just uh, insecure about Tulsi for going beyond narrative so she was sort of trying to uh, set set up that type of a uh, uh, narrative in the uh, and plant the seeds in the heads of all the shit lips uh, just to tarnish uh, Tulsi's image. So that's what that's why she 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 was buttered that Tulsi wiped the floor with the, come on, okay. I said the debate as well. But yeah, but a, a little bit I was thinking this is uh, I mean we already know that you are not a part of the Democratic Party anymore, Tulsi. For the last few years, you you being. Uh, you've been a uh, you you've been uh, red pilled. So, but still, uh, I think uh, it was it absolutely necessary for her to come and make this announcement. Is uh, you know stating the obvious. Well, I mean, uh, you know, I know it triggered like all the all the shit libs, uh, all the Trump channel, Jordan Sheridan, TYT, the Buffalo News, Kurt Anna, all these and and Vanguard. These guys are all just like 
you know, they got nothing else to talk about. They're, it's literally like a reverse flip of the 2000s. The Democrats are now the Republicans, and the Republicans are now the weak Democrats. It's the same thing. The Democrats are as batshit insane. They're worse than Trump batshit insane. I mean, say whatever you want about MAGA. They didn't, and you know, the thing about Hillary is that, weirdly, it's always projection with these Dems, right? So you remember Uranium One? Mm-hmm. So Uranium One was Russians paying off Clinton, who used the money for Hillary's campaign. So who's being paid by the Russians? Tulsi or Hillary? You see what they do? They they do everything they say other people do, which is all they oh, have. Yeah. They also have a bunch of lemming citizens that are just propagandas beyond belief. They will not see any other point of view if you disagree with. It's not even agree with me anymore. If you don't march in lockstep in, on the on the streets about why seven year olds should be sucking cock, then you're against yeah. us completely. Uh, this is ins- insane, man. Like you know, the thing is, uh, they used to. Um, I don't even remember this kind of. Uh, forcible, um, uh, mandated thinking, even in the heyday after 9-11, when the jingoism here was off the charts. This is worse because 9-11 was just some, you know, CIA asset gone rogue who just, uh, you know, was blowback for them and then they needed another enemy. Same thing's going to happen to Ukraine once this shit is over. And the only way it's going to get over is either we all die or uh, Ukrainians end up becoming the next uh, Al-Qaeda and uh, use all the weapons that this place send them against this place and they become the next enemy. So Tulsi really, you know, uh, again, you know, she's she's such a paradox. Sometimes she'll say the right thing and sometimes she'll come off as a complete grifter. So she doesn't help her cause uh, and gives ammunition to these shit libs, like you say. And of course, mm. uh, don't forget, if she's such a, if she's such a, if she was such a fighter and not giving a shit, why was the why was she the first to endorse Biden? Right. I even had a DSA like moronic hipster who used to work at my job with me and slept all day. That dude got off his couch to tell me, look how bad Tulsi is now. Bernie's better. Of course, Bernie didn't. Uh, Tulsi didn't vote for the war and vote for weapons. But I mean, that's the thing with her. She's always late. Um, I mean, the Kamala Harris thing, honestly, she gets a lot of credit for it, but it's not really like anything great. Anyone could have spotted that out. Yeah, she had the guts, but that's because she had nothing to lose. Uh, anyone with something to lose would never go against the party apparatus. So uh, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, it's probably to push her show. Uh, thankfully, she's not a Republican. She mentioned to Joe that she's going to be an independent. So that's good. Um and right now, I don't care who you are. If you're not against a nuclear war, you're just as bad as a Nazi. Sorry. Nothing else matters. Uh, two guys today got caught uh, throwing tomato soup at some Van Gogh painting and talking about stop oil. Who cares about oil? There won't be any oil left after the nuclear war is over. Morons, you should be st- protesting the war. Idiots. But I think you're missing the silver lining in the dark cloud, though, because uh, when Moscow is in flames and there's like nuclear missiles coming to New York, you know, you can all just take heart in knowing that all the U.S. and Russian bomber pilots are fully vaccinated. And and Musk will have been canceled, too. Uh, right now, because he has cancer, he has uh, deactivated Starlink. Uh, yeah, and, and because he wants them to pay for it now. He goes, I'm not going to lose any more money on this shit. Uh, and the Ukrainians need that thing for for all their all their war crap. So uh, suddenly the DOJ is investigating his Twitter purchase. It's amazing how these things are so coincidental. Oh, yeah. I mean, one day you're like the you know biggest uh, 
you're alive and the next day you're under the bus. It's just how it is with these people. Like high school. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm actually, uh, we let's uh, stay a little bit more on Tulsi before we move, move on to the other topics. So now, she did have a fairly good interview on Joe Rogan. And some of the stuff that she did said, I mean, I know we were a bit apocalyptic last week, but this one sort of uh, cemented it for me because it was terrifying. And, and she wasn't uh, just... Uh, being a fear monger. I mean, what she was saying was absolutely horrific uh, in terms of wh- where this all could go and the, you know, the, the logical conclusion of what, what could happen. I mean, one thing she did very, one thing she said that you know is absolutely right is that there is no turning back for Russia in, in this war. I mean, Putin's not going to suddenly say, oh, you know, I was wrong or, you know, we must all focus on peace and let's just go back to the way things are. And, uh, you know, I might, I will have to concede here and there. The, the right, I mean, no one is going to concede, especially not in Russia for, for Putin, because that, that, I mean, like I, we talked about last week, he's immensely popular in Russia, but also he's also popular for the very reason for what he's doing right now. The Russian people or the Russian government itself will not allow him uh, to any type of backpedaling happening now. So, so in, in this position that they're in, they, they, there is going to be no concessions made uh, in, in this scenario. So this is very much uh, a world on the edge. Well, that's because it's existential for them. Uh, the yes, U.S. Yes. makes such a big deal about the Cuban Missile Crisis. This is their Cuban Missile Crisis. This place went batshit nuts when the missiles were pointed in Florida. These guys have had missiles from Poland pointed at Russia 100 miles from the border. There's a U.S. base, all right? They've, they're doing the same thing. And the difference was in the 60s, you had... RFK doing secret talks with the ambassador, the Russian ambassador. You had a hotline between Khrushchev and JFK because they weren't freaking senile and demented like Joe Biden is. And it's not like Joe Biden's going to answer the call. It's going to be his CIA ghoul handler, Jake Sullivan, Al-Qaeda is on a side, Al-Sullivan guy. You know, these are the people running the show. And I, I don't even think right now it's uh, the problem isn't the fact that it's these guys running the show. Where is the anti-war movement, right? Where the hell is it? We had the opposite of Tulsi getting blasted at a fake town hall where like less than 100 people showed up this week. And the shit libs are already on. They're defending her. They're, uh, they are basically using the same playbook. Oh, you like Tucker. You know what? I would rather agree with someone I don't agree with on the one existential thing than agree on these other shit libby things that won't matter if nobody exists exists and Tulsi has been talking about nuclear war for like years i mean she went through that whole fake uh, uh missile test crap in hawaii remember yeah and, uh, incoming if you, yeah if you go through that yeah you know um, people then you know your whole life will flash before your eyes and uh, they don't care over here they just don't care um, um, you know, there's going to be a talk tomorrow, I think, about uh, at the Schiller Institute in Manhattan. I think people like Samira Khan and Jackson Hinkle are going to be there. Uh, I had a work thing, otherwise I would have gone. But uh, but it's just like there is no anti-war movement. And uh, they use the people who are completely anti-war now 
the the narrative basically is oh they're right wingers they're Tucker they're uh, Hannity they're Fox well Hannity is for the war idiot but uh, anyone in the on the, in in the right wing sphere that's against it we don't care you guys are evil you know what you guys can hash that out after you live right because if you if we all die no one cares about whether there's going to be intersectionality or not right oh absolutely and uh, I think speaking of the boy as well. I think uh, we should uh, pause a moment to uh, applaud uh, some of our, our, you know, home countries for abstaining or voting to abstain. So uh, I don't know if you heard, but the UN vote failed. India, China, South Africa and Sri Lanka were were, were all abstained from, uh, you know, like uh, foiling NATO's 10 year plan for Ukraine. So yeah, so good on them for doing that. I mean, uh, it, uh, especially for Sri Lanka, I must say, because they are in a world of shit right now because of the whole economic crisis and the regime change and everything that happened there. So they are sort of tied to the world uh, globalist money at the moment because they are looking for these loans to come through. I mean, it, they need those for survival. They, I mean, they, they because right now, I don't know if you people know, but Sri Lanka had a lot of turmoil for a, for a while they couldn't uh, there was no they didn't have uh, dollars to buy oil or so most of the vehicles that you know people couldn't uh, you know the whole transport infrastructure just fell apart oh no this, this is the petrol dollar system because you know we need dollars to buy oil so i mean uh, in, in the middle of all that uh, i mean it, it was a pretty ballsy decision for sri lanka to actually come out and uh, vote against this, I must say. So kudos. Well, I think if Sri Lanka uh, is, if the IMF and World Bank try screwing with them, uh, Putin's got oil too. So, and Putin, I think, was lending oil to Sri Lanka on credit. So um, I think that's more important. I mean, you remember the the lines for petrol and the rationing of uh, the gasoline and stuff that was happening there. I, I think it's still going on. I'm not sure though. Uh, but, uh, but you know what? I mean, again, like, the UN is a vassal of the US, EU is a vassal of the US, NATO is the US. So this this place controls all of it. And like you said, it's existential for Russia. It's existential for this place because this place is obsessed with being number one. If it's not number one, it's not gonna survive. And right now, yesterday, Saudi Arabia came out with this press release that said, this freaking mental midget Joe Biden crawled to us last month and asked us to, withhold cutting production till after the midterms and we told him to f off and uh, that was biden's like last minute ga- ploy for like getting votes in the midterms and claiming that he got saudi arabia to stop uh, not stop production and that didn't happen and uh, and i think uh, you know it's the fact that like the us if the petrodollar goes down and people start, you know, already there are many countries that are, uh, you know, the Shanghai Cooperation Organization, BRICS. These guys are all on their own path. And the U.S. is going to be spiraling and bankrupt. And when that happens, um, it's over, game over for this place. So they they can't keep printing money forever. There's that video clip of that guy on 60 Minutes saying we digitally print the money. I mean, imagine if we all had printing money machines at home, right? be great that's what's happening but when the money's worth nothing no matter how many printers you have it's not going to work so i think it's uh it's going to be you know 
I think it's going to be like a complete like one second from disaster if this thing will even stop. I think once people realize that, all right, next minute we're all over. Um, I don't think it's going to stop, though. They're having uh, nuclear drills right now 600 miles off the coast of Russia. So, you know, what if Russia was would believe that that is a real nuke? <laughs> I mean, uh, this podcast <laughs> might never get on the air, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, either, you know, we are going to die from nukes or we are going to die from sudden adult um, death syndrome, SADS. So, um, yeah, that was the name that I was uh, struggling to con- uh, uh, come up with last week. Remember I told you that Shitlips already have a politically correct term for sudden young people suddenly dying? And, uh, yeah, that, that's what they call it, sudden adult death syndrome. So, anyway... But, uh, I don't know if you'll ever get to. I don't know if you'll ever get to that because uh, this week Pfizer director admitted that the vaccine was never tested on preventing transmission, and this is like two years later. When do you? If we're two years behind on the lie about the vaccine, when do you think we'll get to the lie about all these like sudden adult what? death syndrome being yeah. normal? Well, well, that is a, this is another one of the roller to Marcy for um, the. Uh, for the shit lips, I mean, we got we we, we got to resurrect our catchphrases, man. Now that our podcast <laughs> is that, so yeah, so uh, yeah, so what they will say is okay. So that's okay. So if you, if you think about how, how horrific it is to die from nuclear war, but don't worry, you don't have to die from nuclear war. We have a very painless way to get out of all this suffering, and that is sudden adult death syndrome from vaccines. So there you go. So you know the Biden, I mean. Biden's such a genius. He he's playing like uh, if Trump played four D chess. Biden was is playing like six D chess that that way. So underwater only, chess. <laughs> yeah, exactly underwater chess. Yeah. So um, sticking with the nuclear war though, uh, you know, Trump once again, you know, Lorcan clock can be right twice a day, and I'm not going to give, give it too much credibility. But uh, except that you know, like he. He's just grasping onto things here and there, and sometimes he hits the nail. Uh, but he, in his speech, he blamed U.S. for the almost forcing um, Putin to invade Ukraine, saying, you know, dumb rhetoric taunted Russia. Now, you know, sometimes tr- uh, Trump gets things right, and this is one of those times. I mean, uh, he, he um, I mean, uh, uh, this is probably one of the smartest things he's ever said. Don't you think so? Yeah, but he's uh, being disingenuous here. And I'm not going to chastise him for yeah. shitty reasons because they just hate him yeah. and they're like, he's crazy. Yeah. Don't forget, he's the one who scrapped the INF treaty, right? Mm. He's the one who sent weapons to Ukraine, the kind of weapons that even Obama didn't want to send, right? Yeah. So this guy was also fueling the fire. It's not like, and he was just doing it because he's also semi-owned. It's not like he's totally owned, which is why they don't like him completely. Yeah. But, but he did he did all of that, and then when it suited him, he decided to like you know stop the weapons to get Joe Biden information, which is why they impeached him because they can't have the senile, corrupt viceroy of Ukraine being exposed along with his fucking son, who's owned by the same guy who owns Zelensky, which is Igor Koymoisky, you know, and Koymoisky yeah. is a guy who funds the Azov Battalion. So it's a fucking Nazi arms grift. It's a complete washing machine of laundering money, uh, which is why that Nancy Pelosi and money meme exists with Zelensky. But uh, but the thing is, Trump is uh, 
you know, he's very, uh, he's much more sophisticated and mentally uh, acute, um, you know, uh, active than Biden is. And he realizes, hey, no one's doing this. And then Chomsky calls him a statesman because the fact that he's the only one who's, Trump will always do whatever he knows will, first of all, fly with the base. And secondly, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, he like you said, the truth comes out and he, he realizes that he doesn't have to do anything. He just has to talk because what is he going to do? Even if he becomes president again, he'll continue the same shit. It's not like he's yes. going to do anything different. You know, once he gets in there, don't forget Mike Pompeo and his ass are the ones who got Julian out of the embassy. They wanted to kill him. They bugged the embassy. They did all this shit. So, you know, they're just uh, different, different, you know, uh, who's to say that the same shit wouldn't have happened with Trump? Um, you know, uh, the U.S., uh, the hegemony is the same regardless of the uniparty, right? So I think uh, it's just the fact that uh, he knows that, you know, he it's like he doesn't talk much about being the inventor, the the guy who brought about warp speed anymore, if you've noticed, because <laughs> he knows that the, his base doesn't like the vaccine. So. so, I mean, speaking of, you know, how Trump was impeached for that whole quid pro quo thing with uh, Zelensky, right? So, yeah. I mean, the most incredible thing about this whole Saudi situation is, so, you know, because Saudi Arabia just threw Biden under the bus, you know, Saudis exposed that Biden wanted them to delay a decision about uh, limiting oil production until after the midterm, because Biden didn't want uh, the new fuel price hikes to be, you know, impact the outcome of the election. I mean, don't you think that is, this is, the very essence of the quick pro quo that they impeached. I mean, I mean, this is extremely corrupt when you think about it, uh, how, uh, what he has done here. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, but I mean, corruption is what we live in. Uh, yeah, when, yeah, yeah, when... But, yeah, but they, this is actually, they are using the weapons as leverage here. See, uh, what, what, what the Biden administration is literally saying, and this is laughable when you think about it. <coughs> Excuse me. That is that um, they wanted to. Uh, they are going to say we are going to stop selling weapons to Saudi Arabia. I think. I think that was. I mean, that is what, in essence, what they were saying. That we're, you yeah. know, we are going to. St- yeah, exactly. In ter- the same thing. Unless you, yeah, unless you uh, I, I, I ramp up the oil production. And and I saw this whole video. I don't know if you saw it. That in the OPEC uh, one where this woman is trying to. Uh, 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 she's having a go at uh, the, I think the Middle Eastern countries, and they were having none of it. Like she, she was obviously. I think uh, Richard Meadows played it in his latest episode. It's worth watching just to see the whole uh, uh, interaction between the uh, Arab o- OPEC countries and her and this shit live. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think there was, I saw a video of. Uh, uh, it was a funny title. It said. Uh, um, Putin being uh, completely ostracized at a meeting in Kazakhstan. Mm. My oh, God, yeah, that yeah. dude is the life of the party. Everyone is literally <laughs> kneeling before him. Yeah, he's like Captain Picard. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and, and yeah, the reason exactly. is, the reason is they all like what he's doing. Everyone is sick mm. of this fucking place, right? They're sick of this hegemony bullshit and the neoliberal crap and the fucking austerity of IMF, World Bank and destroying and regime change crap. They know that this guy and Xi are the only fuckers who will stand up to this demented cabal out here. So that's it. I mean, the the chessboard is being set, man. It's either going to be a multipolarity uh, um, or World War Three. And this place stands to suffer the most 
if there's multipolarity. So I think uh, they don't give a shit. The rich are building their bunkers. And, yeah. um, you know, the only thing is they won't have their consumers anymore to sell to. So good luck staying underground for like 50,000 years half-life, right? <laughs> yes, uh, at the, at, but at the same time, the, there is more role, uh, Tomasi, for Biden administration. So one thing they can do is to seek uh, for oil in places like Venezuela and Iran, because that way they can sort of use that very divisive rhetoric because they know that certain right-leaning people in America, they hate both these countries. So, you know, they, they, they Biden can sort of pander to the uh, left-wing base in America saying, oh, okay, you know what, I'm a president who means things. Uh, so, I mean, these people are not really doing this shit because they, they, are, idea, they are ideologues or they have, they have any sort of values, but at the moment, though, the, the political culture is to divide and troll people as much as you can, uh, because that is the, I mean, you can see people like AOC or, and even Trump, etc., they, they've gotten a lot of mileage out of doing this. So, and uh, most other people, politicians are sort of following their footsteps. You, you can see that even even the, some of the most, you know, sort of, uh, sort of reserve politicians are now resorting to this type of tactics. So, I think I, I get the feeling that as a one last ditch, Biden administration is going to use Venezuela as a trump card to try and get out of this mess that Saudi that they're in with the OPEC. Well, I think I think also they just did a deal to allow Chevron back into the country. Mm-hmm. So you know it stands to reason that all these fucking socialists as well have some price, just like AOC does, right? Like the real Bolivarian socialist country can also go like, all right, you know what? Here is our oppressor and we'll like sell out again. The thing is, they don't learn their lesson. The U.S. will fuck you up as soon as they don't need you. All right. It's simple as that. And you idiots like I know the thing is the fact that they should have just made more. I mean, they already have an alliance with Russia and China. What are you what are you doing? Like, I, I do know one thing, though, that their their oil sales have been completely wiped off the market. Right. And the weird part about it is, as you know, they have the largest oil reserves on planet Earth, even more than Saudi Arabia. So the fact that you're sitting on all this gold and you can't sell it, I understand that these guys are under so much pressure. But I mean, uh, I have to really look more into the logistics of why they they were. But then again, the U.S. controls everything like the markets, the media. It's really hard to. uh, But at the same time, OPEC Plus is its own cabal. OPEC Plus is the one determining now that the prices of oil will forever be high. Right. So we say goodbye to cheap energy forever. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, I just want to come back to the socialism aspect. Uh, You know, we want to go back to our favorite lab incubated uh, politician from episode two, I think, of last Mm -hmm. season. Yeah. Uh, AOC, formerly known as Alex, formerly known as Sandy Cortez. So when Tucker Carlson can destroy you with relative ease, as he did last night, Mm -hmm. this shows that, you you know, I mean, if a guy and I only agree with Tucker Carlson on the war. I have issues with everything else. Uh, But on the war and on uh, and he actually is a guy who's actually cop to the fact that he was wrong about the Iraq war. You won't see any Democrats do that. All the same Iraq war hawks are the one now trying this nuclear war, right? So we're sure they get yeah. it, they get it right this time, not. But so she was at this town hall in the Bronx, uh, I think on Friday, and yes, uh, uh, not Friday. I think she was a uh, Wednesday. So um, 
two two um, two progressives cornered her and said, "Listen, you're." They literally used the Obi Wan dialogue on her. You became the very thing you swore to to destroy. <laughs> it's like from Revenge of the Sith. But uh, <laughs> yeah. they basically told her, like, you know, you you voted to fund and arm Ukrainian Nazis. You're bringing us closest to world war and a nuclear war, and there'll be no neighborhood left if there's a nuclear war. And what are you going to do about it? And she she was saying things like, "I'll bring it up at the end." And he goes, "Why don't you bring it up right now?" And she goes, "Because you're being rude." You know, this woman is the same oh, yeah. woman who said that you should like. Uh, didn't uh, I, during the Kavanaugh stuff and during all these other republic during the Trump the initial Trump days, apparently it was invoked to like uh, um, 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 uh, cost politicians at restaurants and yell at their face. But now at a town hall, don't be rude at me, don't talk to me. This woman is a freaking fraud. Then she got she got Twitter to ban the guy for twelve hours. The guy who who uh, who uh, confronted her. I don't know if you remember a few years ago, mm. there was a guy who confronted her and the cop showed up at his place in California. Remember? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Very I coincidental, remember. right? How all this shit happens. It's just a ma- major coincidence, right? It's not like these, uh, they're talking to people with no power. Of course, they're making the goddamn calls. And then, but, uh, uh, then uh, what happened was uh, this guy gets uh, banned, on Twitter, uh, banned on Twitter for like half a day or something. And then uh, today, uh, she's, uh, she's uh, doing a tag team attack with. Mehdi freaking Hassan, our great brown sellout. We can spot these people mm. from a mile away, right? So this oh, yeah, UK yeah. immigrant who's here, you know, he's uh, all in the, you know, he thinks he's with his uh, with his crew at MSDNC. Uh, bro, they're just using you, piece of shit. He said, oh, the, he tried to defend her, and she jumped in, yes, you know, you, you, you decided to stop me from uh, listening to a deaf constituent. She was just reading an email from a deaf constituent, all right? She's such a liar. And then, of course, everyone let her have it because she's just a complete fraud. And she was, don't forget, let's not forget, she was incubated by Israelis at an incubator. All right. She used to work for Ted Kennedy on foreign affairs. This is a guy who voted for like no child left behind. Come on. He was a freaking right winger at the end of his days. All right. And she was completely she went for like a casting call for the Justice Democrats. And they vetted her for six months. And she hung out with people like Nomiki Nero Konst. These people are no good at all. But that's all. I, I mean, I live in this town and this town is fucking dumb. They'll swallow anything as long as it looks to the left of like, I don't know, Henry Kissinger, you know. Yes, I mean, I mean, it is a typical AOC response. I mean, first of all, actually going back to the whole, uh, you know, the whole ambush. There, I mean, like it was, you said, wasn't an ambush. You know, it, it was, it was. Yeah, it was I mean, a, I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about ambush in a good way because sometimes these the people they have so many sort of, you know, they they are protected so so much by the mainstream media and the whole apparatus. That once in a while, when they get this, uh, uh, when they are faced with a uh, in a situation where they don't have a script to follow or a narrative that they can hide behind, then you see see them being exposed, just like how Kamala Harris was exposed. To, uh, Kamala Harris was exposed to have a, a glass jaw by Tulsi. So I mean, yes. So I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, when it came to all these anti-factories uh, and so on and so forth, and all the violence that was happening. You know, she was saying that, you know, uh, activists should, uh, you know, should be impolite. The whole point of the protesting is to make people uncomfortable. And then the ve- the very next moment when she, when she gets a taste of her own medicine, she's like, 
you're being rude and uh, all that stuff and and the and the thing is in a very typical sort of a aoc fashion she comes back and hides behind some disabled narrative you know the, because uh, i mean the, you can clearly see how the <clears throat> machine is at play here so the, i mean it, it it is so cliche in so many ways that it almost makes you cringe right because uh, because you know exactly this is this is sort of a this is uh, such predictive uh, uh, this is such a predictive pattern by politicians like this to actually suddenly come and use somebody's uh, disability uh, uh, to score brownie points because so so when they get exposed they they always have some sort of a contingency and and this always involves some sort of a woke politics and and in this case of course it was about uh, you know so using the disability as to sort of uh, derail the whole <clears throat> uh, derail the whole uh, you know uh, the the or uh, uh, in order to sort of uh, cop out of the whole uh, situation and then uh, the one thing uh, and i like some of the responses she got to that tweet as well for example the tara reed said that biden administration and nato is taking us to the brink of world war 3 and you voted for the funding of 67 billion dollars he's uh, expressing the rage so then tarit goes on to say he's expressing the rage we all feel about nuclear war what are you talking about aoc and media sign and i came forward about biden and you both were complicit in uh, silencing me so yeah so <clears throat> and uh, also then max blumenthal as well uh, replied to her whole uh, you know hiding behind uh, somebody's disability with uh, how many yeah. latin x i like the part that he used latin x enlisted soldiers from your district could become disabled when uh, the criminal 80 billion dollar proxy war you voted to authorize the tens hot so yeah i mean uh, i'm i'm so glad that uh, i mean of course she's going to have a lot of bots you know like the people who say hillary was right all along of course they are going to come out and sort of uh, try and discourage you from uh, following up with the, this uh, continuing this train of thought because that that is their whole job like i said last uh, last week you know that, that they come by the thousands to try and discourage you and demoralize you from ever uh, continuing uh, uh, this route so you know because when you see it it, it is exhausting to see them parrot the same thing over and over again she was right along all along blah 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 so but in the midst of all this you can see that uh, people are not actually going, not going to let this go there there are so many that are coming out and bravely standing up and uh, letting the world know that look at look at this this is all bullshit this is so cringe worthy that you know this bitch got exposed and all she could do was uh, bring up some disabled <clears throat> nonsense to try and get out of it yeah plus don't forget now you're a bad person because you said this bitch now here's yeah. here's the issue I have with people who cry about this crap right these are fucking politicians right all right i don't even care they can get cancer and die for all i give a shit they they've caused goddamn pain and suffering for millions of people okay they're the worst people on earth all right so the people that die on a hill for like how dare you say bad things about my elected representative that's what i saw on twitter like these these aoc stands and bots uh, uh, don't forget like twitter has what 70% bots as elon found out right so the thing is yeah you know just seeing all these people die on a hill for this woman and d- die on this narrative 
it's it just goes to show you the power of this crazy this whole disinformation media is actually disinformation they talk about all this shit is because they parrot it all the time right there's no way cnn gets 100,000 views on on youtube all right it's bullshit yeah. that's why they got rid of the likes button right because all yeah. the all the covid stuff was that <clears throat> was was voted down most of the time but uh, but this woman has always been a fraud always i mean i try to push that original video of us a lot because most people don't even know where she came from. And uh, we can thank Jimmy Dore for giving her a platform. Freaking boomer, man. This guy will just take on anyone initially. You know, they just get bought by all these, uh, you know, rhetoric and talk. But, you know, they're not they're not that bright themselves, all right? I mean, I've seen Jimmy get a hundred things wrong, all right? When Tulsi left him flabbergasted, I think he had a little bit of crushing or two. <laughs> Poor Steph. But, uh, but, you know, the thing is, at the end of the day, he never copped to the fact that, of oh, oh, shit, man, like this woman is endorsing Biden now. He just like looked like a sad, rejected schoolboy. So the thing is, you know what? Tulsi is a politician. That's why I don't give her too much cred. Uh, you know, if she wasn't a politician, it'd be a different story. Now, she did have more guts than most, and even though she was a DNC vice chair. But then she voted for Bernie. Is Bernie any better? He's just another AOC and older and uglier. That's all. So, I mean, you know, they're... they're Anything fun, <laughs> yeah. to even get into that system, to even be in Congress, you have to be one of the most, everyone I know who's ever tried to be a politician or is a politician is one of the most mediocre people around. When you can't do anything else, you become a politician, right? That's what Biden said this week. Yes. He said, I wasn't qualified to be a fireman or a police, and here I am. Here you are, a freaking <laughs> vassal body that is controlled by the freaking deep state and your bloody billionaire owners. <laughs> So that's all you need to be. And that's my issue with putting too much stock into any of these people, uh, even Elon Musk. I mean, yeah, I mean, now he's crying about Starlink, but he was making he was doing it all for arming Nazis just a few months ago. So, you know, the shapeshifters, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think with Tulsi, though, I must say, though, yeah, yeah she, she's not perfect, but at least a lot of her voting record. And what she's been saying in the last few years is far more solid than AOC. I mean, if, if you actually, I mean, look at AOC's voting record, it's actually this. She's just uh, she she is an Obama 2.0. She's simply grooming the next generation of neoliberals to be a lot more, a lot smarter in terms of how they handle social media in this ambiguous way. So you know they. So she can appease the Twitch crowd as well as the mainstream neoliberals. But I mean, all you got to do right now is when you look at the kind of people who support the Democratic Party from the Republican side. I mean, who are the Republicans who support Democrats right now in in, in their policies? Think about oh, them. It's the McCain clan, the Cheney clan. I mean, these are all full-blown neocons so yeah, that's what the democrats what are, are now they're neocons yeah, it's just a, <laughs> and, but but you know aoc actually uh, has a roller tomasi up her sleeve now that that <laughs> she can do to get out of all this all she has to do is just go to a deaf children's hospital and cry like she did uh, uh, at the border and that's it i mean and then uh, she'll be out of it because yeah, because because the deaf children now she can go and cry for and feel bad about deaf children and how much she loves deaf children because you know because she got called out while uh, 
she was addressing a deaf person so you know i mean now now she can go and tell the world uh, how much uh, you know she how much how sorry she feels for all the deaf people around the world because this happened that this rude person confronted her and put her in spotlight and, oh, yeah, and now the worst yeah, part is that people will buy into it. i mean they, they i mean they they are I mean, they are that brainwashed into, you know, going running along with that narrative and CNN will cover it and maybe she might even win a Nobel Prize for it. Yeah. No, and the thing is, like, uh, they hide behind all these, like, you know, uh, for example, Tucker yesterday called uh, Cory Bush uh, the lowest IQ member of the squad. They'll <laughs> immediately make it about racism because you can't really have low IQ, right? Everyone, mm-hmm. Everyone's got like a 200 IQ now, right? So the thing mm. is, they use all these like, oh, that's a, like yesterday I saw this thing about, hey, if you if you like flat stomachs, you're like a racist, right? Oh, yeah. So yeah. so the thing is, they've changed these, they're trying to change all these like, you know, suddenly like, okay, because we were oppressed for 10,000 years, now we can just be as bad as the oppressors were, right? We are not going to take yeah. the high ground and we're just going to uh, roll over you with a steamroller full of this shit. So... Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Tucker said yesterday. He said that hey, these guys are like idiots. They claim to be progressive, and they all do. even he admitted that progressives are the ones who are the ones who make a stand about all this shit, right? He said yeah. I don't agree with them, but I agree with them on this. But uh, but I know tons of people who can see beyond one thing of Tulsi or Tucker. They're racist. They're this. They're that. Well, your own party is just as bad. Okay, it's not like you're you have any better people floating around here, except they're gonna kill you. That's the that's the big difference. If I have to choose between a right winger who's crazy and says a bunch of shit and and I generally lets me live versus a freaking demented asset and a freaking wannabe Indian uh, vice president who slept her way to the top playing skin fluid. Like, come on, <laughs> man. All right. You know, I mean, and she was supposed to be president. That's why they hate Tulsi so much because Tulsi just defrocked her like in one one freaking sentence and her ambitions are over. She didn't even get one vote, man. She had to drop out before the freaking primaries, right? Uh, but that's why yeah. they found the next the biggest horror around, which is Biden. Yeah, with this flat stomach, these type of articles, like I said last week, right? Uh, I've been, we can see where this is all going. I mean, this is all linked to this type of trollish articles that are, you know, written by so-called experts these days. I mean, they're clearly done to sort of piss people off and get them to, uh, you know, dwell on being angry. Yeah, I mean, it, it is related to the sort of, you, know, you think about Lizzo, you know, going up there and playing some flute from James Madison or something. I feel like we are, we are you know, like you see this whale, you know, up there playing with some historical artifact. And it all, I feel like all this is done just to sort of uh, take us off our element because, you know, it, it, it clearly disturbs us in so many ways, right? We feel that nothing is sacred anymore. Everything is upside down. Everything is there. There is no order. There is no fabric. There is, a, there is no normalcy. I, I mean, there's clearly a very large forces at play who are, who are doing these things, who are paid to do these things to have some sort of serious, uh, you know, like to make us mentally ill and uh, to take away but our I, I don't. I don't to, think it's just yeah. for that. I think that's an agenda. For example, in Virginia, yeah. they just introduced legislation that would allow parents who don't affirm their child's gender identity to be criminally prosecuted. They're going to use the child abuse the section, the section of the law to, uh, you know, broaden it to 
to say, hey, if your two-year-old thinks that he's a cat or a freaking girl and he's a guy uh, and you don't agree to it and don't start giving him hormone blockers and surgery right away, you're going to be freaking in jail. I mean, are you? this is what Putin was saying. He goes, this freak, that's why he called them the decadent West. He goes, these people are trying to shove down our throats and forget about our thousands of years of our history and culture and go straight to parent one and parent two, right? And the yeah. thing is, it's not about just agreeing with what they want. You have to march in lockstep, and if you don't promote it, you'll be canceled. That's that's the difference. It's one thing like, yeah, you want to be a cat, be a cat. I don't give a shit. And now you're saying if the school doesn't do it and the parents also have, like, for example, no say about, you know, if you want to get this godforsaken vaccine that could kill your kid, but if you don't take it, then you're, you're going to be prosecuted. Your kid won't go to school. They're they're, yeah. trying, they're doing all this so that they can shift the overturn window all the way to this insane side. And yeah. if you don't like it, you're a right winger. Uh, that's the new one. Remember, there's a Muslim couple in in Dearborn, Michigan, that doesn't want that kid to watch porn. Now they're right right wingers because they don't want that. <laughs> and I remember how uh, there was also one that Tulsi and Joe were talking about how. Uh, one of the schools have to have like a litter box type thing in the toilet or something oh, like that. Oh, because they're a cat. They're, they're a cat. They're yeah, a kid yeah they're, 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 their kid identifies as a furry or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you, you know, I, 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 was, I, was, I was always uh, thinking uh, in terms of, uh, you know, how they say you, uh, you should be, uh, you know, how Twitter and all tries to ban you if you misgender someone and if you, if, if you don't use the gender pronoun but uh, right. you know so what what if you start using uh, pronouns that were scientifically accurate such as uh, let's just say you so for a trans woman right yeah let's just say you use trans x um yeah you know like trans um X, X, trans, X, Y, you know, for chromosomes, yeah. <laughs> you know, X, X, Y. Yeah, imagine that, right? I mean, what, what, what I mean, I, I'm surprised that people still haven't thought of this, you know, as a way to play with the system. I mean, I mean, if you use that, right? So if yeah. you say, uh, instead of saying Caitlin, you say trans, uh, uh, you know, like trans hyphen the chromosome. Oh, no, no, you got to tell you got. <laughs> You gotta you gotta parrot the crap that they were. You need to get the talking points from them. If you start your own talking points, you're a right winger. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, I actually shared a video with you. You shared it with me actually. Um, getting back to the war, uh, about uh, it. It was a compilation of uh, all the two minutes of U.S. official incitement against Nord Stream. I've shared it with you now uh, in uh, in the chat. In uh, right. do you want to play that? Yeah, let's see. I've got it right here. Let's uh, let's play it. Yeah, hold on one second. Okay. The sledgehammer that we have against Putin is to shut down the Nord Stream two pipeline and do it permanently. This is a real, acute, and proven threat. I'm a big proponent of uh, making sure we stop Nord Stream two from from happening. Stopping the Nord Stream two. And we need the chancellor is there right now. Um, Assets like the Nord Stream 2. And, you know, Trump also isn't wrong to identify Nord Stream 2, this pipeline. That Trump isn't wrong. It's problematic. There is still time to stop Nord Stream 2 if we act quickly. The timeline for action is short. 
And I'm not going to stop working to halt Nord Stream 2 to stop Russia. End it once and for all. I mean, he needs to kill the, uh, the Nord, Stream, uh, Nord Stream 2 pipeline right now. And I think the most important thing right now, and what Zelensky said is, they want Nord Stream 2 stopped. That's what I see as the most tangible reason and the tangible uh, effect. I believe we must stop this Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And we should have brought the project to an end. There's still time to stop it, but we need to act quickly. Nord Stream 2 is danger. It's a danger to peace as we know it. Nord Stream 2 is energy blackmail. It's Putin's pipeline. It's a trap uh, for the a Russian trap. There will be uh, we. There will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. We will put an end to it. Germany should cancel the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline. Uh, we're looking at a variety of things we could do there. We've been so far using trying to use other tools to stop the Nord Stream 2. And we got legislation that was appropriate to now have delayed this project significantly. We need further tools. We're prepared to use those tools should you provide them uh, to us. Uh, and, and we've also used our diplomatic capabilities. This pipeline must be stopped. And the only way to prevent the completion is to use all the tools available to do that. If Russia invades Ukraine, one way or another, Nord Stream 2 this is will not move forward. Yeah. Nord Stream 2 nail. Let it least beneath the oh. waves. Tom Cotney. Stream gas pipelines which run between Russia and Germany says that three lines on the Baltic seabed were damaged on Tuesday. There we go. It was Deliberate act of sabotage. By me. The Russians are popping out disinformation in line. This is uh, clearly a, a, an act of sabotage of some sort, and, and Russia is certainly the most likely uh, suspect. Yeah, that's, but that was John Brennan, the number one fucking liar <laughs> on Earth who spied on the Senate. By the way, um, you won't believe this, but Sweden has just come out. Yeah. Said that it will not cooperate with Germany on the who did the Nord Stream thing for security reasons, for classified reasons. Classifying, that means covering up the U.S. involvement in it. These guys are terrorists, man. I mean, it's, it's, if Osama was alive today, he might still be. We don't know what the hell they threw into the sea, right? But uh, hmm. he probably would be like, hey, I don't expect you guys to become me. That's what's literally, literally <laughs> happened. And in fact, I could make the case that these, this place was already him. They financed and created this guy. So, you know, but uh, but yeah, I mean, there was a, the thing is, they've always ever since the 80s, they've been pissed at Russia selling oil to Europe. They hate that shit. They've always hated it. It's something that I don't know why people haven't thought more about in the last 30 years. They 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 sabotaged the Siberian pipeline in the 80s. Right. And mm-hmm. the, yeah. Whatever you want about Merkel, she made that deal. Right. And if she was yeah. around and not pathetic Olaf freaking Schultz Green Party piece of shit, you know, that guy's a Biden puppet, man. I mean, like Biden's just playing him. You should have seen that press conference just before the war started where Biden goes Nord Stream 2 won't happen. And he was just standing around there like a little bitch. And what are Germans doing? What are these people up to? They've already seen death and destruction. Do they want to see it again? Oh, yeah. I mean, I actually I was listening to a. Uh... You know the Black Pigeon Speaks uh, podcast, and there was a there was a guy who came in that I don't know the, his name, but he was someone who spends a lot of time studying models and creating models. I mean, uh, like certain types of models that uh, I mean, you can see that this guy was kind of special. He he seemed like one of those people who's very very into this type of the mathematics behind all these uh, these different types of models. 
And what he was saying is that, see, see, Germany is the heart of EU in, yep. in every aspect. And what they want to do is to stop the production in Germany. So now, now with all these energy options gone, Germany will have no choice in some respects to actually outsource a lot of their productions. And they will have to do it to places where energy is cheap. And one of those places is obviously going to be America, which also explains why the, you know, so many other currencies like the British pound. Actually, we should get into UK as well, right? Speaking of oh, yeah. because they, they've had a regime change happening going yeah, on. Right yeah, now. this so, trust is giving yeah. 17 days to get out, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So 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 uh, one of the beneficiaries of this is actually uh, uh, going to be America because uh, some of the production is going to go there. So so once again, like we said, United States sabotaging German economy for their own uh, short term gains, and it actually makes a lot of sense when you, if you actually get a chance to listen to what that guy was saying. Right. I think they are on. Um, they're on uh, what's the Odyssey? They're on Odyssey. So yeah, please do spend some time listening to it because he makes a lot of sense. And if, you, if you, even if you go back into time now, it puts yeah. into perspective even the Marshall Plan. You know, everyone thought it was mm. just like do good American thing to stop communism. Man, mm. I can make the case it was done to make Europe into the vassal bitch that it is today. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you. Um, I mean, most people think that George Soros is a communist, and I always laugh at that. <laughs> because especially this boomer comes like, oh, God. I mean, it, it, it is like a God, bro, brain. I mean, this guy has spent a, a large part of his life to decommunize Europe. I mean, he, he, that, was, oh, that yeah. was his brand. Yeah, it's a, his whole brand was like uh, anti-communism, like if you actually look at what he's actually done. So, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, he was super involved yeah. in the Balkan wars and everything. The guy's a fucking yeah, bull, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And back then, so, it was yeah. okay to bomb, by the way. Remember that Time magazine cover, Bring the Serbs to Heal? It's okay to bomb, mm. but now NATO's saying it's not okay to bomb. What, NATO only destroyed Yugoslavia, they destroyed Libya, but now Russia's so bad. This, And you know what? I think the reason the right-wingers can never be as successful as these, I wouldn't call them left-wingers, I would call them the yeah. complete, almost yeah, like... It's about shit the same. Shit lips is just yeah, the same yeah. as a Nazi now, man. Come on. And yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, they are not as sophisticated as forming the narrative and doing the things that you need to do to get uh, people to be completely like, uh, like censorship is like normal now. Have you noticed that? It's like normal. You will be censored. You stray out of line. You speak uh, with a greater intelligence than a fourth grader and you'll be banned from Twitter or some. You, you, you tell your elected representative what's up and you'll be, you know, you'll be called out. You'll be canceled or whatever. And I think the Republicans could never do that, which is why, and it doesn't help, in, as we just heard in those uh, those uh, Nord Stream war declarations, that 95% of Republicans are with the Dems on this shit. There's a unanimous lockstep, goose step to World War III. And there's no oh, yeah. anti-war anything. In the 80s, we had 1 million people in Central Park who were able to change the minds of Gorbachev and Reagan to uh, pull back... Uh, and, uh, you know, that's when they started, uh, you know, dismantling a lot of... We went from, like, I think this place had more than 15,000 nukes back in the day, and now they have about three. Mm. But, I mean, that's... I mean, I know we need just a few hundred to for all life on Earth to end, and this should, should not be around. But a few years ago, I think in 2018 or 19, I just went across the street from my house, right? And mm. I watched... Uh, 
a Plowshares member. Now, Plowshares are this group that, um, I think they're a religious group, but a lot of them are pretty old. They're like in the 70s and 80s. And they would go on to nuclear bases and try to deactivate nuclear weapons, although I don't think they ever got around to doing that. But it was more like uh -huh. a symbolic thing, right? They yeah. were sent to decades in jail, like at least 10, 20 years, because they, you know, mm. were, they, they're putting grandmothers in jail. And there was nobody there to support them. I mean, I was surprised to see Jeremy Scale there, and he's disappeared since then because he realizes what a piece of shit uh, the Intercept is now. But uh, mm -hmm. and no, uh, there's no anti-war. There's no anti-nuclear. These people think that nuclear war is, you know, they've been so accustomed to foreign wars happening over there. Yeah, motherfucker, you will be incinerated, man. Your entire species, entire planet's gone. No more Instagramming for your ass. And they don't I care. I think it's more than that. It's it's also more than I think the whole social fabric will collapse, uh, even with the small nuclear war. I mean, everything that we rely on to protect our children, protect women, protect, uh, you know, protect whatever we have in our house, you know, within our boundaries, all those boundaries will be erased Gone. because, yeah, it'll be like... Uh, but, you know, it's sort of like walking dead in a way. It'll be a complete... It'll be the living world... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people. Yeah, people will come, take what they want, rape what they want. You know. Yeah. I mean, I think I don't think people understand the true, uh, yeah, true, uh, yeah, thing. And uh, also now, um, I, I've noticed that Biden has recently, uh, you know, he he mentioned that Russia is just a temporary thing for them. And like, then now they, they their long term goals are. Against China. China, yeah, because uh, he he's very clear in saying that we have, everything is now going to be done to compete against China. Even, even, so let like, me ask yeah, you a question. That, let me just let me just stop yeah. you right there. Why don't why why isn't anyone using the shitlip kryptonite against this narrative by just saying so? Biden wants to do what Trump wants to do. Trump did the Trump Trump started this China shit, and now you want to do it. So you are Trump. Why nobody's making that connection? They're like, oh, this not, is a new thing. Not just that. I mean, think about the fact that, you know, during the campaign, he was sarcastic about China. China, yeah, you got, they got some big cities, but when you go inside, they got nothing, you know, they have nothing. And, you know, they, they made like, now he's coming out and saying that we need to gear everything to take on China, to compete against China. And at the same time, I mean, I don't think, I think this is something uh, Jenny, Jen Briney from Congressional Dish originally shared to lies about, uh, uh, to lie about the ASEAN. ASEA uh, pact that, that the Congress uh, brought uh, into law. You know, we, uh, United States is arming, you know, all states, uh, probably include, probably include Sri Lanka, I don't know, but, you know, states like Bangladesh and all around, you know, they're arming uh, places around China now. Uh, and, and I mean, this is a, this is a, this is probably, oh, Taiwan, a very, too, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is at infancy right now, but it is happening uh, little by little, just like they surrounded China and pushed them into uh, paranoia, they are doing the same thing with uh, China now. Little by little, they are, they are surrounding uh, or going all around China. At the, and you can see that even the rhetoric is now changing, right? I mean, uh, we saw a little bit of that during. I mean, remember during the um, during the campaign, he was he, something slipped out of Joe Biden. He actually was, you know, this man goes around shaking hands with dictators and he actually included Xi Jinping <laughs> on that list uh, right. for, for whatever oh. reason. Uh, but yeah, and, uh, and, and at the time, though, 
lot of shit lips just let it go. You know what I mean? Like they pretended as if they didn't hear it. But, but I mean, if Trump were to have said that, you know, they, they'd be like jumping up and down uh, everywhere. But uh, uh, but uh, for, for whatever the reason, everyone just sort of pretended that, that he didn't say that. And But now you can, you can clearly see that this uh, plan is coming into full fruition and uh, they are going after... They are trying to go after China. They're trying to destabilize China as well. I don't know if you heard it recently, but there was a, a news uh, article today about a, a protest in China. As uh, I think uh, there was some guy who was holding a banner on top of a bridge or something uh, in, 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 uh, in the Chinese capital. And he was uh, uh, telling Xi Jinping, uh, you know, like, uh, it, uh, because I think Xi Jinping is going to be sworn as the leader for the third time or something as a supreme leader. Yeah. Soon, I think. Yeah. So yeah. So you can see that uh, a lot of the Western media are giving a lot of traction to these type of CIA-funded, uh, uh, you know, like a pro- fake protest that that they want to fund in China. Obviously, it started with Hong Kong. Then we, you know, we always heard about the Uyghur narrative. Uh, of course, uh, I mean, to uh, in many respects, they also use Tibet. As well, but I I, I I do sympathize with Tibet more than uh, I think uh, some some of the uh, some of my other um, uh, some of the other people who are in my you know political boat. So, uh, but uh, yeah, but uh, they they have always had these type of uh, fake humanitarian you know concerns uh, surrounding China, and uh, you can see that they are trying their best to actually get this. Uh, the neoliberal style of protest going on inside China to destabilize oh, color the revolutions. country. Yeah, <laughs> color revolution. Yeah, color. I mean, I I think you will find that color revolutions are extremely difficult to do in China compared to other countries. <laughs> they but, couldn't uh, even uh, do it in Belarus like two years ago. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, how how are you going to? And you know why they were doing it, right? They knew this shit was yeah. going to start. That's why they needed yeah. a. They wanted to use Belarus against Russia, but that love, love, whoever that what's the name, Lovashenko, whatever his name is. Yeah, like go go yeah. to hell. I'm I'm dictator forever, bitch. Oh yeah. <laughs> if yeah. there's going to be a dictator, it's better to have a dictator that is owned is part of the country and not owned by some external actor like the U.S. Oh yeah. That's right. I mean, the most fascinating thing, even I mean, with the Ukraine war, is that you know a lot of the stop strategic thinkers have been warning for years about what this was coming. I remember last week we said about uh, I mean, we we talked about John Pilger. I don't think he's a strategic thinker, but uh, but the thing is, there were so many from even people like uh, Mira Scheimer, Henry Kissinger. Yeah. You know, even those people were have been. Warning for years that this was coming and no one actually gave a damn. And not only not, that, this, 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 yeah. they've actually, this has been, the US is very good at taking festering wounds and making them into uh, tools that thinks it can help itself. So, yeah, when yeah. the Soviet Union collapsed, the problem with the Soviet Union was it extended onto all these different ethnic places like Ukraine and the Baltic states. And, you know, just Mm-mm. not everyone was a Soviet or a Russian, there were like other ethnicities and stuff, right? Like look at Kazakhstan mm. and Afga- Azerbaijan and all these places. Now they they all have their own like. Uh, I mean, look at uh, where, where Kadarov is from, freaking uh, Chechnya, man. But he, every one of them go Allah Akbar before they start fighting, man. I mean, you would th- you think that if the U.S. people saw it, they'd be like all scared, thinking they're Taliban or something, right? But yeah. what the guy yeah. said in 1991, he goes, "Listen, man, this shit over here 
people are going to be fighting about who controls Kherson, who controls Zaporozhye, who controls all this freaking Crimea. This is going to be a huge problem. And you think what uh, Empire plan managers here weren't thinking about that back then? They they did mm. everything they could to trigger this war starting in the 90s. Clinton himself is the one who approved the expansion of NATO to the border of Russia. You think this place would yeah. wait for a second and not, uh, not let alone 30 years to do something about some uh, Russian, uh, you know, but nukes pointed at it from Mexico? No. And uh, okay. in the, there were many people in Clinton's administration who were against it. Even Kissinger and all these guys said, and remember, remember George Kennan? He's the guy who's like the architect of like the, you know, the, uh, the Iron Curtain relationship with Russia. I mean, even when he was in the 90s, he said, this is insanity, man. These people don't know what they're doing. They, the MIC owns this place. And unless you get yeah. rid of it and destroy it along with the deep state, like the pieces of shit Nazis that they are, this is never going to stop. The people need to know this. They Nothing else matters. If you're dead, you're dead, man. It doesn't matter who's intersectional, what racism mm. is going on here, who's, uh, who's, who's vaccinated. Uh, <laughs> who's vaccinated, yes. Yeah. When you're dead, the only difference is your, your ash will look a different color uh, indicating you were vaccinated. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, so you mentioned Crimea. You want to dive in a bit into the, the whole bridge attack and uh, what happened after that? So I heard that first of all, it was like a, it was a plan with the. I think Aaron Marty did a article about it where it was a British MI6 planning. Uh, mm-hmm. Part of it is saying that it could have even not just been a truck bomb. Some some evidence points to the fact that it could have been a underwater drone because they were saying parts of the bridge fell off that wouldn't have happened unless it's from the bottom. I don't know, uh, but uh, but I think uh, the ir- irony was when the br- bridge got blown up, all these assholes they. they like, listen, we know that Hollywood is sitting in Kiev right now making props, making 3D green screens and Matrix-like bullet time camera and everything, right? But they were able to get this picture of the bridge exploding in like six seconds and all these shit libs of Ukraine, probably the biggest propagandized place after this place or maybe even worse. They were taking yeah. for selfies of themselves and the very next day... Russia let loose and their mm. tune changed in five seconds, man. So they, you know, the thing is, they fucked around, they found out, right? Yeah, I, I, I do think so. That's the thing. When I saw the footage of, like, at least, the, at least after the explosion, it, it did not, I, I, I mean, my basic understanding of uh, uh, all this for a type of forensics would say that uh, anything that is going on top of the bridge, an explosion will not cause the bridge, at least, I mean, that part of the bridge to collapse, right? I mean, it, it, it has collapsed, but we, we, remarkably, the Russians have actually recovered a lot of it, and the bridge, you can see the bridge is now somewhat functional again, and it might even become fully functional within a matter of days. So, so uh, in that respect, the I mean, the attack was is not not going to be a success story. But yeah, so yeah, I, I am also puzzled by how the actual bridge, this the path collapsed because a truck that is carrying a bomb or, or on top of the bridge went off. Because you would think that because okay, so the consistency with that story is of course when you look at the train line that's going yeah. above it, the bridge you know you can see that there's all suit and that 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 got impacted a lot as well that's all charred and burned so so there was definitely some kind of explosion that happened on top of the bridge 
but uh, would that how how that caused the bridge to collapse? Well, that's another story. On, well, part on of it collapsed, not in that. I think only one yeah, yeah, section yeah. of it fell into the water. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, structurally, the bridge is still uh, bridge maintained. Listen, structural integrity. Do you know how much yeah, that bridge overall. cost? Do you know how much that bridge cost? No. It cost uh, more than the insurance claim on both the World Trade Center towers. Seven mm. billion. So it's not a fucking mm. fly-by-night bridge. It's a massive bridge. Mm. It's, it's probably one of Russia's biggest engineering projects. And, yeah. Uh, they're not. And the, the thing is, they were all. I don't know if you noticed. For a day, everyone was for terrorism. Yes, let's mm. blow up civilians. It's all cool. You know, who gives a shit? You know, but the, when when a Palestinian does it, or when like a you know when like a Osama bin Laden does it, it's bad. But when we do it, it's good. Yeah. The hypocrisy meter, and that's the problem with this place. The reason nobody wants to deal with this country is because it's a complete two-faced actor. It does only thinks about itself. It'll never think about cooperation, hegemony first. And uh, Putin was like, all right, go fuck yourselves, man. And it's not just Putin. Yeah. These people like to demonize a country. Putin, Gaddafi, Saddam. Guess what? These countries are not run by one guy, all right? There's, there's yeah. the Duma and the Russian uh, apparatus is massive. In fact, if something happens to Putin, they're going to get a worse Putin in there. They're going to think about Putin as a good guy, you know? Yeah, they, they fucked around and found out, and, and, and this was a huge wake-up call for them because for the longest time, for months now, they, including Noam Chomsky, you know, like they were pushing this uh, narrative that Russia is some kind of a paper tiger. And, yeah. uh, and what they found out was that for, for the most part, yeah, Russians play the paper tiger role just to keep people guessing and confused. And then suddenly, you know, for, for a day or two, they showed what they are truly capable of doing just to say, uh, you guys have absolutely no grasp of what's going on here. And uh, yeah, just because we don't go around destroying uh, water, electricity and all the infrastructure and making it unlivable for you, like the way Americans did it in Iraq or Afghanistan, just because we don't resort to that type of warfare doesn't, doesn't mean that we are paper tigers. We, we, just, uh, we just have our own way of... Uh, squeezing uh, out the bad apples from a, 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 in a very different style of warfare that's what we were engaging in uh, and, and for a few minutes Putin was like you know what fuck you then let's just show you let's just give you guys a wake up, a wake up call and yeah that that's just what happened and everybody was in a state of shock when they saw that yeah but 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 you were as you mentioned once before muddy the waters right that's their yeah, sole yeah. bread and butter very next yeah. day New York Times Oh, Putin's weapons aren't as effective and dangerous as they want us to believe because only 19 people died. Mm -hmm. So why is there not a bigger body count? So guess what? If there was a bigger body count, Putin is Hitler. If there's not a bigger body mm -hmm. count, oh, Putin sucks, weapons suck, you guys suck, right? Mm -hmm. They don't understand that Putin has always said, and Russia has always said that we're not at war with the people because guess what? They're fucking cousins. They're not going to attack their own kind. They have a problem with yeah. the Nazis that Obama installed. The number one Uncle Tom of all time, biggest house, you know what? I mean, this guy was like the perfect vessel for the deep state and the freaking oligarchs to control. Let's put a brown body in here. These idiots will freeze their butt off at the mall, cheering for his ass and go along with all our fucking narratives. Because guess what? You can't say anything about a black guy, right? This is the guilt oh, yeah. being used against the country. Look, we we did a bad thing, so now he, he's a Nazi, but you can't say that, and he's going to do Nazi shit, and you're going to cheer, and then when his wife comes out, you're going to try to get her to be the president too. So this guy, yeah. 
if you ask me, has been the most dangerous guy since Biden. Biden is literally just taking the baton from Obama. This is Obama 2.0, but Obama might be running the show from behind the scenes. Who knows? But the thing mm. is, these guys have made Clinton look like a peace guy. And Clinton was really bad. And Trump and Bush are looking like Trumps now, man, because they even if you think about the war on terror and all this other shit, and I'm, yeah, they killed a million people. That's the sad part. They killed a million people. No one gave a shit about it. But guess what? Now these guys are going, going to kill like 10 billion people almost, you know, not to mention the freaking animals that all die because of us. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're we already doing a good job because I saw a headline today that says we've killed off 70% of wildlife since the last 100 years. So good job. We'll just finish the 30% now, right? But uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, the thing is, uh, it really comes down to mass mobilization. The people here have co-opted and propagandized beyond belief. We're currently recording this on a censored fascist platform. Thankfully, it's audio. These fuckers haven't figured out how to censor audio yet. That's why we don't do video, because <laughs> the moment you're on video, they, they, they start tracking you even more. I, I find that really funny, because I don't know if I told you this, uh, Chris. The other day, I actually put up a tweet that chastised Hillary for Russiagate, right? Mm. Okay. And yeah, I called her a hag. But you know what? Like I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I don't care what I call these people. These people are criminals that should be hanging at the Hague, all right? But the Hague is yeah. co-opted by us and we're not part of the ICC anyway. But the thing is, within two seconds, I was banned from Twitter. So that oh, means man. there's an algorithm in place to anything like Hitlery hag and any 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 verbatim assault against these uh, you know predator class uh, imperialist managers is is a uh, is doesn't require anyone to report you so the the platforms are fascist and that's why elon's being investigated now because how dare he try to make this a free platform now free is relative but it'll be freer than what it is now right yeah like what I was saying uh, last week, they will just simply say, or, oh, you know, they will use semantics to argue you don't understand what fascism means. And like I said last week, you know, what does it matter? I mean, even if it, it, it is not about historical uh, comparison, but it is about the outcome. Uh, I mean, when everybody's in cahoots with everyone, when, when the media take all the powerful entities from the academia and, and when they are all working together, uh, and they, when they're uh, silencing mm, any dissent, that that is pretty much the same outcome. So yeah, so just just because uh, uh, it's not run by Mussolini doesn't mean that it's not fascism. Yeah, so that Dude, Mussolini is a simp and a fucking you know an elementary yeah, school yeah. kid compared to this shit. They they would have loved yeah. this stuff. They they I mean, but in a way, if you look at it, man, I mean, when the Allies won the war, man, those freaking yeah. German Nazis it became part of NATO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I think we we have talked for a long time now, but I do want to before we end this podcast, I do want to mention some, uh, come back to the COVID vaccines before we end. And this is uh, this is actually uh, I need to be very careful how I tread because. I don't want to have any type of uh, take any pressure in, in this or anything because I don't because uh, this is a case of one of the uh, one of the senators uh, you know I think he's a Illinois rep um, sorry uh, I think his name is Sean Caston he lost his teenage daughter recently and she was only 17 and this is this is something that terrifies me because you know as Theoden the king says in Lord of the Rings 
you know, no parents should ever have to bury their children. So, you know, this is something I take extremely seriously. But uh, this particular politician actually uh, in, in May 2021, she said, in case you missed all Illinois, yeah, or, or everyone in Illinois, like 12 years and older, are eligible for the vaccine. They are safe, effective, uh, and key to our path um, back to normalcy. Everyone in my family, including my 14-year-old daughter, who's now dead, obviously, uh, has taken their, started the vaccine process. So, okay, now, after, now today, I mean, in the, I don't, there was an article in uh, today.com where they talk about um, her death. So it says that the, the title says, Illinois Congressman reveals teen daughter's cause of death. You know, then Kasten's teenage daughter Gwen died unexpectedly at the age of 17 in June. Uh, at the time, no cause of death was revealed. Okay, so, and then, uh, I mean, this the statement by the father. So, the uh, rep Sean Kasten reveals the cause of death of his daughter Gwen, who died on June 2022. At the age of 17, Kasten's family issued a lengthy statement on his official social media account more than three months after his daughter's death. In the statement, the family shared that the teen's cause of death was a sudden cardi cardiac arrhythmia. In layman's terms, she was a fine. She was fine and a healthy heart stopped, the statement read. In part, we don't know what caused the arrhythmia and likely never will. The family described Gwen as a healthy 2022 teenager. Um, sorry, hang on. Family described, um, uh, so she has a healthy 2022 teenager explaining she ate well, exercised, got regular checkups, didn't suffer from any behavioral health issues, and had uh, a close relationship with the family and friends. They noted that Gwen's life, uh, Gwen was fully vaccinated and was uh, asymptomatic after occasional positive COVID 19 tests amid the surge of uh, Omicron variant. Uh, and then um, here's what, this is the part that actually got me. She had just come home from an evening with friends, went to bed and didn't wake up. The statement said, we are heartbroken, but we are not unique. Sudden, unexplained heart failure among young healthy people is rare, but real. We are left uh, grasping at the wrong end of the random chance. So, I mean, First of all, he he his daughter died in June 2022, so he's waited all this time to actually actually even uh, write a statement because obviously uh, he wouldn't want to, he wouldn't have wanted to write something uh, you know a few months ago because uh, you know he, he doesn't want people to suspect of what could have killed her, and even even and then later on he goes on to say that you know. The, I mean, he he talks about how healthy she is, and you know, and this is a woman as well. Let's let's not forget, not a guy, okay? And um, you know, she's had a she's healthy. She eats well. She's she does all that. She's done everything. It took three months to come out with a statement, as you said, right? Yes. It's not only a cult. I think this guy knows that if he says anything, even his own daughter, like you know, dying, and he wants to say what really happened, but. Once, listen, man, once you get a taste of that sweet corruption cash, these guys are willing to sell. Listen, Biden said the other day that his kid died in Iraq, all right? 
Man, his mm. kid died over here of a brain hemorrhage. Okay, uh, he he didn't yeah. die in Iraq, but guess what? Biden put him in harm's way by sending him to freaking Iraq with that stupid war, and that's where he yeah. was smoking all that freaking oil field crap, and that's why he got that. But but the thing is, they yeah. don't they don't seem to care about their own kids dying. Why would they care if we mm. die? Exactly. Yeah, you know, and then uh, I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. It is it, no, I mean it is uh, really scary. I mean, it, I mean my absolute my heart goes out to. I mean, imagine being a parent who lost a healthy seventeen-year-old daughter. I mean, this is terrifying. But at the same time, I mean, when you look at the way he's, he, yeah, I mean, his whole statement is completely fleshed out. I mean, it it, it is you can see that there was some kind of an HR person, uh, like uh, or you know, yeah. some sort of a. It was heavily controlled, heavily regulated. You can you can see it's like uh, he was uh, he he was forced to read something out of a teleprompter. You you know like that uh, Chinese tennis player's uh, whole uh, you yeah, know yeah, like yeah. Uh, <laughs> and came yeah, back and yeah. Um, or, yeah it just sounded exactly like that you know in so many ways. And, but it's, it's only bad scary. if China does it. It's only bad yeah. if China does it. Don't forget. Mm. If China does mm. it, there's evil, sinister motives. We are basically living yeah. in the. I don't know if you've seen that TV show, The Man in the High Castle. No. You I definitely got to watch it. I don't know if you have Prime Video, but it's about it's about a dystopian reality where the U.S. loses World War II and the Japan and Germany win, and they mm. divide the U.S. in half. And one part is German speaking, one part is uh, Japanese speaking or Japanese controlled, and everything yeah. is done through a filter of like utter dystopia. We live okay. in that dystopia right now. It's just that you know what's the thing? You will be free. you'll own nothing. You won't even know it. Uh, the one time you are not free is when you actually think you're free. This place thinks it's mm. the ultimate bastion of democracy. Are you kidding me? First of all, there is no real democracy, all right? Every place you go to has some bullshit going on, right? But this place is the only place that thinks it's the inverse of what it really is. You can't do shit out of lockstep. Politicians can't say the truth, even when their own kids are dying, right? And yes. some of them can't even remember how their kids died, like the freaking demented Biden. But uh, but yeah, and then right now, you know, we must uh, all uh, uh, that's what I wanted to end with is just uh, play this little clip about uh, our new what uh, uh, the guy that'll be the end of for all of us, uh, Mr. Z and E himself. We've got, we're going to get rid of the letter Z, right? Just like the Durant told us. Actually, before you play that, yeah, would you mind playing that post truth world clip I shared with you just now? Because that is related to the. Uh, the code, the whole COVID vaccine narrative. Oh, the one with the, the one with the, yeah. The, this is the this is the reporter in. Uh, uh, is he a reporter? Or is he the minister? I, I think he's a I think reporter, he, right? I think uh, I think he's a he's a prominent figure. I think politically a political figure. But yeah, uh, he's basically he, he's the one who asked the Pfizer director the question about whether they tested for transmissibility, yes. right? Mm. All right, here we go. You don't get vaccinated just for yourself but also for others. You do it for all of society. That's what I said. Today, this turned out to be complete nonsense. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This removes the entire legal basis for the COVID passport the COVID passport that led to massive institutional discrimination as people lost access to essential parts of society. I find this to be shocking, even criminal. Please watch the video until the end. 
U, mevrouw Small, heb ik de volgende vraag waar ik een duidelijk antwoord op wil. And I will speak in English so there are no misunderstandings. Was the Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market? If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanization before um, it entered the market? No. Uh, these. Uh... It's funny them. Look, it's still a smile. That's how hilarious it is. They had to move at the speed of science. Again, that's a, that's a Bernaysian talking the speed of science. My goodness. Um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. In the market. It's about markets to these people. All right. It's about crushing you. Burmis has his right, man. That's what it was. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I, I, I keep telling people is that do you want to wait till you get what I consider a Christopher Reeve moment? Remember, Christopher Reeve didn't give a shit about spinal cord injuries till he had one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the thing is, do you want your kid to die? And then you're not hang, hamstrung like that politician where you can't do anything. But it's going to be too late at that point. So maybe this whole thing was, I think, another reason they've been able to push this war and this freaking troll, Zelensky and us, is because they softened up the world with COVID first. And... Mm. Now people, I mean, think about the stress levels of planet Earth in the last three years, man, right? Like when 2020 oh, yeah. came around, did people even think we would be here in 2022? Like a complete plague and on top of that nuclear war? So so I think uh, that's uh, that really annoys me. And I think what Tucker said yesterday about this freaking guy going left and right begging for money, um, it just, I wanted to end on that. It's just like, this is exactly... The right thing. I don't give a shit what shit lips think about Tucker. He hits it on the head. Let me play this for you. What? Some company foreigner in a t-shirt demanding money for his critical economic needs? We have critical economic needs too, buddy. Who are you, troll? Go away. What? Since when does that guy have a claim on our treasury? So, this so that's, that, that's exactly what I think is how that this guy, who's probably the most owned person after Biden just take over the airwaves and is, you know, going around collecting billions left and right. Uh, I think he's just being used as a pawn, to be honest, but he works out for good for PR. And I just don't understand how they were able to make a hero out of this guy. He's a complete scam artist, but, uh, but history is not going to be kind to him or Obama or Biden or any of these pricks. And, uh, you know, when it's yeah. all written, if it's, if it's written at all, we might end up like that scene from AI in 2001 where the kid comes in a spaceship over Manhattan and everyone's dead. And when the aliens come to visit mm -hmm. us, they'll be seeing all the rubble. Oh, and, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I love that movie. You know that part where he finally... We need to watch it again. I, I, Let's it watch it. It brought me tears. Like, you know that part where he finally... Uh, I don't remember you know, like, shit. I have to watch it again. I saw it 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but, but you know, like, he, he, see, when he, he sees his mother and he says, I found you. And he just asks him, would you like some coffee just the way you like it? I mean, it, it is such a beautiful movie. Yeah, it just... Uh, that movie brought tears to my eyes. I, well, I let's think let's I put it on the list. So, I, I, yeah, I've seen it many, many times. Like... Uh, I, I gotta I've watch it like again. I've been wanting to watch it again because yeah. I remember it's one of those movies you do remember, and it's got, I think it was the yeah. last movie of Mr. Sixth Sense Boy. 
Um, makes me oh, funny. Was it, the, was it the Sixth Sense boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think yeah. it's funny because I saw some meme about the Sixth Sense where they talk about yeah. uh, Bruce Willis was dead, but he's still going to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw it. I, I, I remember Sixth Sense. Tony Collin was hot in that film. I think that was the only last, the first, the la, only last time oh, wow. she was Forgotten. hot. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot yeah. uh, she was in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. So we, <laughs> yeah, we, are, yeah. we, we are extended our, our full life to another week, I guess, uh, because if it all ends, we'll only have a half-life, right, of 50,000 years. Mm. Mm -hmm. So uh, thanks for everybody for joining us. Uh, We are currently archiving our shows at beyond-narratives.com, and uh, we hope next week uh, brings more, uh, what, more gains to Mother Russia and this shitlib hellhole keep suffering defeats, because that's the right (laughs) way to go, so... Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that's what we we don't care what people think. We we do this podcast because we're not controlled. We don't have a we don't have views or clicks or even listens to share. We have people who do listen to us and they enjoy us. And and if we can get one <laughs> listener a, a month, we don't, we we wouldn't we would be happy. And it doesn't you know we're not we have no SEO to leverage and like you know subs to gain and subsects to pay for. So uh, we're this is one of the very few places you're gonna get. It unfiltered, and uh, we are not perfect, but we don't claim to be. And uh, we just want what's in best interest for the workers of the world, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, to me, it's therapy because I, I know you know that I'm addicted to news cycles and following a lot of this shit all day. So I was thinking, you know, what if if I'm going to be spending so much time doing it, why not just uh, talk it out? you know, with my friend and then maybe get my other friends to listen to what we are saying and then get them involved in the conversation. Uh, and and that, 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 that's just, uh, to me, that's it. It, it, it is, it is a self-serving for me. It, it is not, for, not, you know, I don't really care if, if, it be, if, if we reach out to a million people or not. If, you know, anybody, I, I don't really care if people even listen to it or not, to be honest. I, I think it, it, to me, it serves a purpose and just to actually, you know, talk uh, everything I learned throughout the week. I can I get to sort of share it with uh, my buddy. And uh, yeah, it, 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 it's therapy for me. Yeah. And we hope we are like anyone new who's listening. <laughs> we just want to open up some eyes because it's not about yeah. left or right. It's about up and yeah. down. It's a class war. It's a bunch of imperial empire managers out to rampage the earth. And there's a few nationalistic countries that have said enough and uh, and uh, I think multipolarity is a good thing. Um, you know, I, I also feel like the current lot has made the the previous empire managers of the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s look like super statesmen in, in retrospect. I mean, those guys knew what the lines were. These people are rough shot. Let's go ahead. Nuclear war tomorrow. We don't give a shit. So it's i think uh i think if we've always asked the question is where is the anti-war movement where's the mass movement we had a million people uh protesting the iraq war all right and it's hard to believe that we can't get a million people out to protest like your own survival it's almost like uh, people who don't do timesheets at their own job because they can't freaking uh, and they don't get paid because they're too lazy. It's the same thing. I mean, I think the, these two guys who confronted AOC to the, um, uh, this week, um, I hope they. I hope it lights a powder keg on people's asses. They are. They are very. They are very rude. They are very rude. 
very well, rich. I mean, you know, I mean, a lab rat, <laughs> incubated politician would say that. You know, those are the. T- she took six. So she had to audition for six months. She basically was a little dancing monkey for a bunch of Jenk Uger and Kyle Kalinsky types till they approved her. And 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 you know, she must have said, "Hey, if you if you take me." I can always uh, rebut and tell people you like me because I'm hot, you know, or some shit like that. Yeah. Freaking Hobgoblin, yeah. you're not hot. Tulsi is hot. Tulsi is mm. uh, is actually hot, not just because how she looks. It's her principal freaking stands on things that you don't have a foot to stand on. You're just a, a bought and paid mama bear sycophant and you and your stupid squad, bunch of virtue signaling. And the worst part is they're all people of color, right? These, these are the best people to be co-opted by the empire because they, they can sell the shit to the idiots in Queens who just go like, oh, she looks like me. She must be like me. No, moron. Yeah, do oh. your freaking research with the power of the internet and the, I mean, what if we had this kind of supercomputer in our hands in the 90s and start playing on 486DX2s, man, you know? I mean, these people do not realize that they can still research on their own. You don't have to, like, swallow MSM, but... MSM is like a poison culture. I mean, it's a poison pill. I mean, it's infected everybody. There are people still paying for cable. I mean, ins- insanity. Um, so we hope we can change a few minds and, uh, you know, we'll we'll come back and do this next week again. And hopefully, uh, you know, Elon will have like taken over Twitter and done something different. We're not, we're not, I'm not really hope, hope, holding too much hope, but at least it'll be different. That's what will make it fun, right? Yeah, you, you know, actually before we end, speaking of the fraud squad, did you see that whole, uh, uh, there was a uh, dialogue, there was a, I think it was like this Rashida Taleb. She was uh, talk, talk, saying something along the lines of, you know, are you go- to some banker? You know, like, she, uh, are you going to be funding uh, any future projects uh, uh, that involves fossil fuels? Oh, Jamie Diamond, and, uh, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and then he was going, I mean, I, obviously this guy is so much smarter than he understands the complicated, yeah. intricate formulas behind, you know, why you can't just have that kind of a, you know. I think like he said, yes, he's going to still yeah, do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and then he was, uh, then she was uh, dangling the whole, you know, we uh, we gave us, uh, we, uh, we gave a $10,000 debt relief to uh, some of the student loans, you know, we, we took $10,000 off. So we are going to, then she was sort of dangling the carrots. You know, the gist of what she was saying that because we bribed these people with $10,000, we are going to make sure that those students are not going to put any money in your bank banks. And and it's like, bitch, first of all, <laughs> you know, like these student loans are like half a million dollars. You know, you, you, you I mean, you're giving 10,000, your $10,000 is barely scratched the surface of, of the type of, de- in terms of relieving them of their debt. And then, and at the same time, so you paid this part sum of money to these people, and now we are going to use that as a sort of, a, you know, you, you're going to use that as a some type of a leverage uh, to to blackmail people. I mean, this is in so many ways. When you look at it, it it is bribery, right? I mean, yeah. in I mean, it should be in in some ways. You know, they speak of Trump being impeached. But these people are doing it in broad radar and getting away with it. But they are obviously hiding behind wokeism and woke politics. So, you know, they, they have plenty of roller to mass. And that's all I, I wanted to say, actually. Yeah. And well, don't uh, before forget, we drag don't it forget on, that. Yeah. She, yeah. Don't forget that she only got to fame by calling Trump a motherfucker. Remember, that was yeah, her, her yeah. peak moment. And don't forget, she's a Palestinian, right? She'll only be allowed mm-hmm. to talk so much. And she'll have to sit back and watch her own people get bombed uh, while the people doing the bombing and arming the bombers are sitting right next to her in Congress. 
she basically commiserates with Nazis and uh, she feels nothing about it. So it's all power. And once they get into that godforsaken place, their minds are wiped like Arnold and uh, Red in uh, Mar. What's that Mars movie? I keep forgetting. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking uh, about. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Total Recall, yeah. In total recall, yeah. So you know, the, you you can't do not depend on any politician. That, but the, the very definition means either politi- politicians are mediocre, mediocre people, and the ones who are even more mediocre are the ones who want to be politicians. So avoid these people. Direct action, mutual aid. Don't volunteer at NGOs. Don't work at NGOs. Don't work at think tanks. They're all the same. It's all this. It's one big machine designed to take you and throw you out into a machine and. Uh, just uh, get propagandized and and uh, march and goose step along for the empire. So we are totally against that over here at Beyond Narratives. Yeah, and uh, yeah, before I mean, you know, when a uh, when a Kari goes to another Kari's house, once when they say they are leaving, it, it takes about another three hours. Uh, That's what we're doing here. Announce that. That's what we are doing here. You know, in the, in the typical <laughs> Kari fashion, we are just refusing to go. So yeah, so. <laughs> But anyway, I'm going for uh, this time for real. So yeah, everyone, please. Uh, I mean, uh, we hopefully will survive for another week, and next week, we, hopefully, we will be back with some more saucy info details. Yeah. Take yeah. Care. Next week, same Biden channel, same AOC trashing channel. See you later.